Hello and welcome to the Women in Fitness Business Podcast. Today we are doing something a little bit different and I wanted to bring some inspiration to you ladies to show you what's possible for you and your fitness business. I want to introduce you to one of my previous clients and how we started from scratch to build up to over a $70,000 month per business, per month fitness business, all with organic marketing and having over 117 people on a wait list within a population of 24,000. He has 17 years of experience working in coaching, 13 years of those as a successful PT business owner, and four years of those now working as a business coach. He is super passionate about the power of the mind and spirit in all facets. Is a husband and father of three. So I welcome Jared Wiseman. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Cal. Great to be here. It is. I'm so excited to chat to you today because you are such a huge inspiration to so many people. And so can you please just get us started and tell us how you all started, how you started in your fitness business? Yeah, I mean, as someone, I suppose, uh, from a sports background, as an athlete, I've definitely always had a passion for that. And uh, I actually went to university, studied business, uh, pretty openly say didn't teach me hardly anything to do with business. Um, but when I came out, I thought, look, I want to put some of those skills into something I'm passionate about. And my brother, he was a, he was a personal trainer at the time. And we thought, you know what, let's uh, let's partner up and, and start from there. And so he'd, he'd already started and, and done really well. And I suppose his starting point was he started training a friend uh, and I think this the system at the time, referral system was like, if you get me a friend, I'll give you your session for free. Uh, and really that simple strategy, which I still think uh, definitely has potential merit today even, is kind of how our business grew. And so once I started working, um, you know, we, we, we were booked out and we got up to uh, as you said in the intro, 117 people was the record of a waiting list to get into us. Um, so I guess that's how it started. And then um, from there, yeah, we we grew uh, significantly over the next um, decade and, and more. Which is just awesome. To have 117 people on a wait list is really unheard of. Yeah, and I mean, to give some context, it was a time when personal training was fairly new like we were, we were in Tasmania um, and there wasn't a lot going on um, in that space at that particular time sort of early early well, around 2005 and um, you know so uh, of course that's still relevant but yeah I mean look the, in the, the concept for us and it's what I still teach to my clients today that are, that are coaches is that it starts with like that particular person in front of you is like over delivering and ensuring that they get results and that they are just so, uh, you know, ecstatic with the service of what you're providing that they're going to want to tell people, you know, or other people in the, in the fitness space, at least people around them will go, gee, like, you're looking great. Like, what, what, what are you doing? Oh, well, I'm seeing such and such. You should, you should come in. And that was, really the cornerstone for us that built up to eventually we were doing um, 300 sessions, PT sessions a week. Um, you know, obviously we had some help with other trainers uh, with that, but that, as I said, was kind of the cornerstone of, of what got us to that position. I love that because I think, you know, there's some um, belief out there in business that, well, in order to gre reach greater levels of income coming into my business, I have to do ads. I have to have be spending money on ads. 
And, you know, even to this day with my clients, it's, you know, I've got clients, you know, doing 20, 30, 40, 50K months and there's still no ad spend on that. And so you also built your business to just pure word of mouth and referrals without any ad spend. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like it was, it was all organic. And to be fair, we were crappy at marketing. Like we didn't, we didn't have really a marketing strategy. Um, obviously, my brother and I were pretty two simple, simple blokes that um, you know all we thought about was getting the result with a client. And I think, I think it's something that gets lost a lot today. That the the grass is always greener type mindset. With I just need new clients. I need new clients. I need new clients. And my my father who albeit would say didn't think we listened to him a lot, but we did take on some of his advice around business. And he always, he used to drum into us that you're far better off to be focused on keeping your existing clients than to be not looking after them and chasing new clients. It's a lot easier to hang on to an existing one than to than to find a new one. And so, um, again, looking after who you've got in front of you, it's not to say that there's nothing wrong with wanting to grow, of course, but you know, look after who you've got and just still keep that front of mind that that's what your business is about, is about getting the client the result of what they want. Absolutely. Um, without that, eventually they leave. And and who cares if you've got good marketing and you're bringing in new clients if just as many are leaving. So, um, yeah. Absolutely. And something I always say to my crew is that they come to you for the result. They stay for the community. Totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and so... It- I was just going to say, just with the result with regards to, you know, doing marketing, because it is so important to do these days, to be consistent with the marketing, is one of the things that I see that is lacking is that people aren't focused on the result that the people are going to get. Like I just got off the phone to um, one of a, call, a Zoom call off one of my clients, literally, you know, a couple of minutes ago, and she is doing a special at the moment where it's drop a dress size in the next 30 days. And straight away, she did one post and she's had 15 inquiries just off that one post. And so that's how powerful it can be when you are really focusing on the results. Absolutely. And I mean, look, even from a sales process, I'm sure you you work with your clients on this is like, it's so important to, you know, that's largely what I teach my clients with sales is you've got to sell the result. You know, that's that's what moves people is what's in it for me. What am I actually going to get? Your processes really, who, who cares? Like who cares how many sessions or all that? Like, of course, it's, it's, it's relevant, but the thing that moves them is when you move them emotionally through talking about the result. And then obviously your job is to, to keep that front of mind because it's very easy to get into the, just the weekly programming or the weekly doing of the sessions. And, and you sort of, you know, once they're in, they're, they're, they're in the system, if you like, but it's always so important to remember um you know why they've come in what is it that they want and 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 why do they want it um and you know there's a lot in the fitness industry that probably aren't strong even in that space when they start a client is you know we would have tons of people come in the first question would be oh so what what's your goal oh you know just i just want to get a bit fitter and a bit healthier okay cool that that's sorry but that's not going to keep them as a client, that's that's not particularly, it's not tangible um, and it's probably not that exciting. So digging deep on what is the real thing of what they want, why do they want it? And, and when you know that, that's what will move people to, um, you know, to, to turn up and eventually get, get results. I love that. 
so powerful and it's such an important thing to remember. Um, you talk about you doing all of the sessions and doing the one-on-one. What was the moment that you had that you knew that you just couldn't do the one-on-one and stop actually working in the business and knew that you had to temp- take some other action? Yeah. Um, I For me, it was I went away and I went on holidays and um, it was my first holiday. So we'd started doing PT and I think I was uh, actually racing and I took three weeks off and this has been after a long period of time where I hadn't hadn't been away and I'd just constantly been turning up, training my clients. And anyway, it was all sweet, right? But it went away and one, the income stopped. And that was a bit of a light bulb moment, as simple as that sounds, but it was like, well, hang on, if I don't work here, I don't get paid. Um, and also from the client side, well, if I'm not here, they're not getting results. And so when I came back, I actually lost quite a few clients um, because as we all know, people in the uh, fitness industry, quite often a lot of the clients that you train, like they can drop the ball really quick if you're not there in their ear and constantly, you know, firing them up or, or in touch with them. And so I remember I lost quite a few clients and this is again, very early on in the piece. And my brother and I basically had a line in the sand moment where we're like, okay, where do we want to take this? Um, Because it's okay potentially if you don't want to grow beyond that because there are challenges with bringing on staff and doing various other things. Like it's not, it's not all perfect. Uh, There's a great book called Essentialism. And I think they talk about it in there that everything in life is a trade-off. So you've got to ask yourself, which problem would you prefer? And for me at that stage, I didn't consciously think of that, but I I guess that was part of the decision-making is, well, what do I want? Do I want to have this safe, protected uh, business where I can be flexible within my hours and I don't have any other headaches and I've got a nice income, but if something were to happen to me, I've got nothing, uh, what what do I want? Or do we want to grow this thing and take on more risk, uh, potentially more stress, more headaches, what was it that you wanted? And for us, it was like, I guess it what came back to was we've got all this demand here. We've got more people we need to look after. Like we're really passionate about changing people's lives. We're going to have to put people on. And so that's when the process of, uh, you know, training trainers and employing people. And trust me, from where we were from, there wasn't PTs around. Like at that point, it was a case of we need to get people into courses and we need to get people qualified it wasn't like today where, you know, there's there's thousands of trainers readily available. Um, and so that's where the process started. And I think I think we got up to around 12 staff in our business. And and remembering this is not Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane type market. We're in a low socioeconomic area where where average income was low. Um, and, you know, a hell of a lot of the percentage of that population were never going to be our clients, right? Um, and interestingly, we probably charged a premium service at that point as well. So uh, that's another example that, um, you know, if you do really well at what you do, you can make it work. Um, but yeah, sorry, I probably jump all over the place there. But that was the line in the sand for us was like, well, well, do I want this safe thing here? But, you know, if something were to happen to me, I, that's that's not a business. That's a job that you've created for yourself. I love that because 
there's a lot that goes into what you just said. It, there's the thinking of the vision, what do you actually want? And I love how you sat down and really determined what that actually was for you guys at the time. And that felt aligned for you. And it, you didn't do that just because you felt like you should do that. It was like that was the path you took because at the time that felt like the right thing to do. I feel like also a lot of people can also get caught up in like, this is what I should be doing. I'm seeing someone else do this. This is what I should be doing. But you right. guys did it because that's what felt right for you. Yeah. And, and I guess the positive at that point was there wasn't a lot of precedence around us to compare ourselves to other people. So we actually had a clear mind that wasn't infiltrated by you know copying the masses competition like yes. it was like for us it was just like well, okay well what, what do what do we what do we do here mm. um and it, like as i said i mean we're really proud of what we what we've done or did with the business um but it certainly wasn't easy beyond that you know there's there was we were exactly right there was headaches there was stresses there was with awesome every business stuff. it doesn't yeah, matter but, what level you're at yeah <laughs> totally but again it's like what problem do you want i mean it got to a point with the business where i didn't have to work you know um and look there were some lessons in that as well uh of some stuff that in hindsight like look i got that wrong you know but um i guess in some kinds of ways i could say i was i was semi-retired in my early 30s where we'd set up a business we had really good revenue coming in. We had a manager in place. I'd actually moved into state to Queensland with my family um, and and thought I was living the dream, um, which is probably maybe for another podcast. But um, uh, I soon realized that mm, I actually don't enjoy this not doing anything kind of lifestyle. But um, you hit a good point, And this is what my passion is, I guess, with helping people is it, it to me, it starts with what is your ideal life and lifestyle? What does it look like? Um, and for me, I've openly said this, and I remember sitting with my friend in maths in, in uh, high school, not doing maths, and we were literally coming up with business plans. We, we would get in trouble, but we were sitting there going, oh, how do we, how do we not have to have a job? Like, what, what have we, what have we got to do to, because I, I saw my father hate what he did. My whole life growing up, Sundays was mass depression in our household because, oh, you know, stay clear of dad, he's shitty because, you know, he's got work tomorrow. And for me, I'm like, why? Like, you, you don't have to do that. And so for me, I've never been someone that wants to work 60-hour weeks. Some people could say, oh, well, that's lazy or whatnot. Call me whatever you like, but I don't want to do that. Um, and one thing I'm, I'm very proud of, I've certainly got more goals and ambitions and whatnot through business, but... I quite literally am living the lifestyle I want. And I, I've created that in my mind. Um, I love being a dad. I pick my kids up from school any day I want. Uh, I don't pick them up some days because I don't want to. Um, you know, I can see all their sport. I can do all of that sort of stuff. Um, I can exercise when I want. And and that was created um, by me. And I think that's that's a key message for everyone is it, it starts there. Your job and your business should complement that lifestyle, not not sort of you try and build your lifestyle around your business. And I think that's what a lot of people or where a lot of people go wrong. Absolutely. The other part of that that I just want to touch on is that we see all of the time through our feeds is that follow this blueprint and you can do this, follow this and you can do that. 
we are all so different as to what lights us up, what our lifestyles look like, and it's not going to fit into someone else's blueprint just because they didn't. This is what they're doing. And this is why it's just so important to come back to what is important for you. When you know with complete clarity of what, what that is for you and where you want to go, then, it, you know, it's quite great. We know what action to take. We can know exactly the steps that you need to take to help you get there and we can bridge that gap. But, yeah, it's just <laughs> I see that all the time and it's like just because that, you know, five-step plan to get this got worked for you, it may not be right for you. And so, you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's marketing and, that, and that's what I think um... – you know, I've certainly got caught up in it myself where you, you see those things and you're like, if they're good at marketing, you'll look at it and go, oh, oh, they've got the secret formula. That's, that's the way to all my success. But, and I know you teach this sort of stuff, Kel, is like, you know, we do really need to step into our in- intuition more. And, you know, again, probably for another podcast, but I think the overconsumption of uh, social media causes so much damage to all business owners and their their creative mind. Yes. Um, th- that creativity comes from, you know, I'm sure there's a, I think there's an Einstein quote on this or, or something, but, um, you know, silence, silence and solitude and, and um, you know, staying away from it as much as you can. By all means, be a creator, but avoid that consumption. You know, look, a he- healthy amount is okay, but the trouble with them, is once you jump on there, it's a rabbit hole that, you know, I know I'm, I'm 100% guilty of it. The next thing yeah. you go, oh, shit, where did that two hours go? Yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, again, maybe I've gone on a tangent there, but... Yeah. Just to show you how much we can go off on a tangent, I think Jared called me on Monday and just for a quick chat, and I think it was like 90 minutes later we get off <laughs> after covering so much territory. <laughs> this is what we do. But, yeah, it's just coming back. And I think the last couple of years, of, if it's taught us anything, and is that really coming back to our authenticness. What is actually really important to us? What lights you up? What makes you happy? And that is going to be different for everyone. So, you know, when we're starting these businesses and growing these businesses, like I've got clients now that are just doing little pivots at the moment. They're like going, you know what? This is actually really important to me right now and I'm just going to do a little pivot. And that's okay. That's just part of the journey. But it's just knowing with complete clarity what you know, does freedom, does happiness mean for you? And I think what people do a little bit as well is even when it comes to like, what, what is it that I want in my life? Like maybe this is a pretty deep um, uh, deep conversation, but like what, what do I want? I still feel like a lot of people then will answer, even if they're by themselves, they'll still answer what they think the right thing is to mm-hmm. write down. Yeah. You no, know, like... Like I can say hand on heart, like, you know, some people's like, I want to provide the best education for my children. Like I I don't care <laughs> about yeah. from a formal education. Like that does not light me up at all. Now I could put it on a vision board and oh, I want to send them to the best private school. I don't, I don't generally care about that. But if you do listening to this, awesome. But what does light me up is my, my eldest son, um, you know, say he's soccer is providing him the best opportunity to to go as far as he can with that because he's he's passionate about it. He loves it. And I'm like, that fires me up to say, um, you know, to be able to invest in in him with that side of things. Or for me, it might be snowboarding trips or different stuff like that. That's me. That's what I really want. And that's 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 my ideal life and lifestyle. I don't, I don't, of course I care what my wife thinks and whatnot, but I mean <laughs> when it comes to that stuff, it's like, 
I don't care what pleases other people. This is this is what I want in my life. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, a bit deep, but... <laughs> yeah, and this is something I teach with my human design is that we're all very different, but it's coming back to your authentic you and it's honouring you and being okay, you know, letting go of the people-pleasing, just honouring yourself. Because when you do that, you will lead that happy and fulfilling life. Like you said, you know, schooling versus soccer side. For you, that's your thing. Perfect. But it's probably not going to be your thing. And that's completely okay. So it is just really honoring that and just staying true to yourself, which, you know, after doing this, being in the fitness industry for over 25 years, that's, you know, if I could say one thing from that, it's it's definitely that, you know, for the many of those years, it's like, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. Where right now, I'm very much similar to you. It's like, I love being able to do what I want when I want. Fly, fly to Bali, go to friends' houses, do the different things during the day and just, you know, live that dream lifestyle of having my amazing clients but having that balance as well to enjoy life. You know, it's cliche but life is extremely short and it's about creating memories because it's a long journey. So let's create memories along the way and have fun while doing it in whatever capacity that is for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, on a business-specific thing on on that side of things is like I, I've experienced this and I've seen it so much with my clients is where they, they'll come up with their package or their service offering. And it, a lot of it is um, either stuff they've heard or seen from other people and they don't deep down feel good with it. Mm, and when you yeah. don't feel aligned to it, because it might be a price thing, but it might be also the, 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 a particular part of it, you know, um, that just doesn't feel right. And if, if, like I've seen it so many times with clients where they're not making sales, but yet they're doing this, they're marketing, they're putting their content out. And I'm like, what's what's going on? And I always go back to, tell me how you feel about your, your thing. And I, I remember one client actually, I asked her, when you think of bringing on a new uh, client, how does it make you feel? She said, stressed. I said, interesting. Now her particular business model um it was a bit different, but she she hadn't brought on a new client for like 12 months because her mindset was, I associate stress with bringing on a new client. You ain't going to make sales if that's how you feel. And so it was about unpacking what that is and feeling great about when you bring on a new client, not, oh, I'm uncertain or I don't feel like there's good value there or, or whatever it looks like. So um that's super important for anyone growing a business is you've got to feel good about what you're selling. You've got to feel certain uh, because if you don't, uh, the other party certainly won't and you one, you won't make sales or anywhere near as many as what, what you could be. You speak in my language. One of the things I always say to my clients when I'm putting together offers is like, would you actually buy that? And if it's not a hell yes, this lights me up and I would buy it, then you need to adjust it. Yeah. Because people pick up on that energetically. And so we adjust our offers and every single time it even, like I just said, I just got off a, a Zoom with a client. I was like, we went through a specific offer for something that's coming up and it really lit her up. She's like, yes, that is so exciting. I love that. I would buy it. Tick. That's that's what we're getting out there. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, you, you see it just starts to pour with like uh, one of the guys I'm working with at the minute, same thing happened. He was... He's had all this friction and he'd just been tinkering along bit here, bit there, but he was having runs dropped off. 
we really broke it down and we said like i want this to feel incredible like you're, you're adding so much value it's not stress related if the thought of you bringing on new people and then bang 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 sales started happening mm-hmm. and it's like literally raining for him so yeah super important which brings me to this like strategy is so super important like i've just spent an hour like i just said with the client we strategized pretty much the whole session but there's a what you bring up before about um, if you, when you ask your client, if, you know, one more came on, how would you feel stressed? You can still take all the strategies under the sun, but if you've got this mindset of some block belief that's holding you back, then no strategy is going to overcome that. And so a question that you can just ask yourself is like, when you're looking at, you know, everyone wants to grow their business. Well, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen if you actually grow the business right now? And the most, one of the most common answers I get to that question is, well, I'm already burnt out. How am I actually going to sustain the next level? And so straight away, it's like just cancelled out that desire because you've got this belief that this is what's going to happen if you go to this next level. So can you just touch on a little bit about the mindset of, you know, going from zero and starting from scratch to a 70K plus per month business, like what sort of mindset is involved with that to allow you to continually grow and scale your fitness business? Yeah, I guess what's interesting is I've touched on it before is that, and again, I wasn't conscious of this at this point. I wasn't, I suppose I was always open to the spiritual side of uh, life and energy and, and all of that sort of stuff. But I wasn't, again, necessarily conscious of it, if that makes sense, until probably mid to late 20s, uh, which is probably common with a lot of people. And you start questioning, like, what's this life business all about? But if I look back, what I was telling you about my father is I always visualized what I wanted. And so I think it it, it starts in your mind at there as a starting point, right? Is like a lot of people will have clarity of what they don't want. I just don't want this. I don't want that. But as most of your listeners would would be aware, as if you're, um, if I said to you, don't focus on a pink elephant right now, don't think of a pink elephant, don't think of it. You're, you're visualizing it, right? So you will, you will still attract what what it is, even if you don't want it. So I think having that clarity on what you want is the first step and the most important. You don't necessarily need to know how, because that's where most people go wrong and they'll sabotage themselves in terms of oh, well, I want, I don't know, let's just say I want a million dollars. Okay, great. And then within five seconds, their brain starts going, yeah, but what about this? And what about that? And, oh, no, that'd be too hard because you did, oh, well, actually, okay, well, I, I just, I'd be happy with 100,000 then. So I think from a um, a mindset side of things is that is your first step is having absolute clarity of what you want. And again, it goes back to your lifestyle. And guess what? It doesn't have to be perfect it can change. You know, another uh, process I did was, um, you know, it's a pretty simple process, but writing out an ideal day. What's a dream day look like for you? And again, I, I live that often. Um, my, wife gives, my, my wife gives me shit sometimes. She's just like, have you actually worked today? Like, what have you done? I'm like, yeah, you know, but I felt like going for an ice bath and I felt like going downtown and grabbing something to eat. You know, so... But what happened as far as moving, uh, I would write down, okay, this is my ideal day. This is my dream day. And it would always start out with, I'd wake up, it's 25 degrees, I'd go to the beach for a swim and all this. Now, I was living in Tasmania at the time, and I'm telling you, that doesn't happen many days, (laughs) if 
any days. Yeah, any odds is going to add that. Um, so again, that was, I, I guess, part of a visualization process, understanding what it is that I want, what's my lifestyle, how much does that lifestyle cost, um, you know, and then and then designing out your business so that you can live that, working the least possible hours of what you can. Um, I guess in terms of mindset, you know, there's other other parts. Obviously, there's personal development. Obviously, there's um, you know, I'm big on language and language patterns and listening to the shit that comes out of your mouth largely. And, and um, you know, if nothing else, when listening to this, like for 24 hours, just listen to people. Like just just actually consciously listen to how much crap comes out people's mouths as far as limiting beliefs or um, stories that they're telling themselves or, or whinging or complaining or whatever. We all do it. Um, but it's quite fascinating. And so I think the power of language is underrated. Um, and and in, in things like a co- really common one I get, you probably do, Kel, is where a lot of business owners come and we go, oh, I'm not a numbers person. Well, you've probably told yourself that for a long, long time. You're in business. Who, who says you're not a numbers person? You know, you that's just a story you've told yourself for your whole life. You know, oh, I hate taxes. I hate this. You know, there's so many things that we do. So just be very conscious of your language. Um and I'm not saying, look, you need to love all those things, um, but just just be consciously aware. And I think your your focus uh, and your language is is very very important in um, you know having a having a mindset that's going to set you up to succeed in um, in your business. Hundred percent. It's like that language pattern. I feel like that's also to one of my superpowers. Like as my clients are speaking, I'm typing and listening, and it's like, oh, you just start to pick up things. And I think I said in my last podcast, if you actually just listen and have that awareness of what what you're actually thinking and where your focus is during a day, you'll start to see why you're at where you are. And just one thing I wanted to touch on that you mentioned before is that when you're creating these ideal days, these ideal dream lives, is when you start to align vibrationally, the how will present themselves. We get so much in our heads, how could I actually have a $70,000 per month business? Well, you didn't know that at the start either, but you kept doing the work and then boom, it, it happens. The how will always present itself. You just have to take that step and the next step will present itself. Yeah, and there's, there's, a, there's a spiritual side of that as far as law of attraction and, and you know, metaphysical side law of things. Assumption, thing. yep. But, but there's also the actual part of your brain, the reticular activating system, that as soon as you identify something that you want, your brain works as a filter where it'll filter in the information or allow in the information that's relevant to that what you're focused on and it'll filter out the stuff that's not. Like a classic example is um, let's just say you're buying a new car, a particular type of car, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, those cars are everywhere. Like what, what's happened to people all of a sudden? bought? No, you're just consciously aware because that's what you focus on. Remember when my wife first got pregnant and I'm like, Wow, there's like pregnant chicks everywhere. Like, <laughs> like people are people are breeding here flat out. It was like it was mad. Um, but again, it's just the conscious mind um, is is focused on that. And so, uh, what happens then is you ask yourself better quality questions, as you said before. Well, how how do I get to a seventy thousand dollars month? Well, what a great question if that's what you want. How do you? Well, get a pen and paper and start writing down some ideas of what are the things that you could do. Um, so. I think with any business success, it's, it starts in the mind. Like I you, agree. you yeah. can't have it unless you actually uh, visualize it. You think about everything that's in your life. 
like you visualize that before you've purchased it, you know, if we're talking about products or things, right? Um, so yeah, it, the mindset, I mean, without the strategy, you know, because I know plenty of people out there that are like, oh, I'm just going to manifest this and I'm going to do this. And like, yeah, okay, do you take any action this week? Well, no, but, you know, I'm manifesting. I'm like, okay, well, that's probably not going to work, you know? And the opposite goes where there's people that just action, 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 but they're not, you know, they're not, they're not giving themselves some time and space to think about, well, what is it that I really want? What is it that I want to attract? And they just sort of grind away and, you know, often just get mediocre type results. All of that combined. We could talk all day, Jared Wiseman. Yes, we could. <laughs> and we do. And we do some days. <laughs> <laughs> Such a powerful conversation. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we say goodbye? Um, no, I think we've covered plenty, but um, yeah, just uh, I guess good luck to everyone that's that's listening and go hard. Absolutely. And if someone would like to connect with you on social media, where can they find you? Um, definitely Instagram. I'm a lot more active. So it's Jared, J-A-R-E-D underscore Wiseman. Um, Beautiful. And I'll pop that in the show notes as well for you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope this has been inspirational for you to actually see what's possible in your fitness business, whatever that is. If someone's told you that's not possible or you think it's not possible, we're here to tell you it absolutely is possible. If It wouldn't be a desire and a dream for you if it wasn't for you. So we have our dreams and desires for a reason because they are for you. And it's just about you stepping into your power and believing that you can absolutely have it because you can. So I just wanted to bring Jared in to, to show you absolutely you can do it. You can live that dream life. So thank you once again and thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.